Welcome back to Good Girls, presented by Hudap. We're your hosts. I am Michaela. And I'm Siobhan. On the Good Girls podcast, we will be tearing down societal expectations of the good girl, reminding the podcast universe that good girls are real people with valid wants, needs, and desires. This is a shame-free zone. Whether you consider yourself a good girl or a bad girl, we're all one and the same. This podcast is brought to you by the team at HUDAP, the alternative approach to commitment-free dating. Okay, so if you read the title of this week's episode, I just want to clarify that we're not necessarily debunking blue balls in this particular episode. Blue balls, I hate to say it, are a real thing, which is wildly disappointing. However, the way that blue balls is weaponized by men towards women and the way that blue balls is portrayed in the media is absolutely a no-go. Super, super not fun at all. So today, we just want to run through what it is so that we can all be on the same page, all understand the same thing. But I really want to highlight specifically the way that Blue Balls is portrayed in the media, the way that it is used to manipulate women. And look, I think we're going to tie this all up in a nice wee bow of all the things that you can tell your partner, your sexual partner, the person that you're sleeping with, what else they can do to deal with their Blue Balls that doesn't involve you. Because I think that's important to know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so to start off with, blue balls, the super official medical term, and I'm going to absolutely butcher this when I try and say it, epididymal hypertension. I feel confident with hypertension. I don't feel confident with the first word. It's e-diddy hypertension. Yeah, instead of p-diddy hypertension, it is e-diddy hypertension. (laughs) Absolutely. I think you're 100% correct on that one. I'm a scientist. I know a lot of things. So in terms of the actual thing that's happening in the body when a man is claiming to have blue balls. So essentially, if a man becomes sexually aroused for an extended period of time, but does not have an orgasm, so we're talking the blood flow is increasing, the pressure is building, but there's no release. That's when blue balls happen. And it's basically discomfort, heaviness, mild, and I want to emphasize here, mild pain in the testes. I also think it's crazy that there's like a word for this. Most every sexual encounter for women, they get blue balls. Yeah. And look, I do want to touch on that. I have noted that down in my, in my little list of things to talk about today. Because, look, we're all for equality here. It's, yeah. we got to talk about the impact on women as well. So when a man has blue balls, he'll have some mild pain, some discomfort, some aching, maybe some heaviness. To be fair, in some cases, the balls do turn an ever so slight hint of blue. I thought that was bullshit when I was doing this research. I was like, there is no way that the balls actually turn blue. Hold collar. <laughs> okay, we're not talking full-on Smurfs situation. That's not the vibe. That's Um, disappointing. I know. Although that would be really a sight to see. Even as a queer woman, that would be a real sight to see. But there is an ever so slight hue of blue. Right? Can you picture it? Do you want to? Picture it. I'm Googling it. (laughs) She wants photographic evidence right now. What would I Google? Blue balls real? Blue balls IRL? That's not real. (laughs) Is it actually blue? Yeah. See, no. This is like fluorescent blue. Yeah. See, that's not the situation. Blue balls genitals. Let's Google. (laughs) But to be fair, if your balls are blue, like actually true blue, that is a wildly different situation and is far more of a medical emergency. But, um... Sean is just showing me a picture of some kind of monkey that does have blue balls. A vervet monkey. Wow, look, we're learning so much. If a guy ever gets blue balls with you, go, oh, my little monkey. My little monkey. My little vervet monkey. Don't you worry, we're going to pop a couple of pics up 
on the Instagram yeah. of Old Mate Monkey. I'm sorry, but I don't believe it's true because I've Googled blue balls genitalia real. Blue balls <laughs> ball sacks real. <laughs> and nothing's coming nothing's up. Nothing's coming so, up. So I don't buy it. We are talking a very slight hue of blue. A very slight tint. Nothing crazy. But again, if your balls are blue or your partner's balls are blue, that is a much different situation. That is a medical emergency. That is likely testicular torsion. And I can just, even without having Googled what that actually is, I can imagine. And that sounds a lot more uncomfortable. That sounds bad. (laughs) That does sound bad. It is potentially pretty bad. And I'm not here to minimise other people's pain. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I can conceptualise in my brain that having blue balls is probably a bit of an uncomfy experience. But I'm sorry, are we not going to address the elephant in the room every month, 30 years? minimum five days women are experiencing pain yeah and i'm sorry far more pain than your little blue balls pure pure suffering in a way that we can't control for a very significant portion of our lives but also there are not a huge amount of ways to alleviate period pain especially significant period pain you can take painkillers every cycle that you're allowed to take painkillers obviously you've got things like hot water bottles etc a a really good orgasm will get rid of period cramps for a decent amount of time which is ironic because that's also the way to get rid of blue balls. Yes, having a wank will absolutely solve that problem. There is a a multitude of other things that a man can do to get rid of his blue balls, but that is one of them. And it's so much easier than trying to coerce your partner into having sex with them. Yeah, women on their periods don't like try and coerce their partners to have sex with them. Exactly. If we try to coerce men to fuck us every single time we felt sexually unsatisfied that's a lot of coercion in the world (laughs) and ain't nobody got time for that because you know what women do take care of it themselves and that's all we're asking in this situation literally just go pump one out in the shower you will be happy as larry in no time my little monkey you'll be okay my little monkey you'll be fine and typically the pain and i say pain i really want to say discomfort because i feel like even though i'm not a person with balls feel like that's a more accurate term on average will last 20 to 30 minutes sometimes it can go up to a couple of hours but it will never be super long lasting. Men just lie 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 their little pants off Mm -hmm. and do you think that you have that initial reaction to that statement because of the way that you've been conditioned by the media to view blue balls? Yeah that it's like searing pain so uncomfortable they need to relieve themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay then do it. Like literally just go take care of yourself. Why do you need me for that? You don't. You absolutely do not. I think we all, whether you've had a partner complain about blue balls or not, whether you feel like maybe looking back that there might have been some coercion involved or not, whether you are a man that has experienced blue balls or not, I think the way that blue balls is portrayed in the media is definitely something that we need to address. But before we get into that, I do want to look at some common myths associated with blue balls. Because even though blue balls is real in its own little thing, there are a significant number of myths associated. So starting off with, obviously, and this should be obvious to everyone involved, you do not need another person to relieve the symptoms of blue balls in order to get rid of them. You don't need to have sex with another person in order for the blue balls to go away. Like, literally just masturbate, bro. It's not that hard. And no pun intended, because it absolutely is that hard. That's part of the problem. 
But yes, I think definitely the way that I always had an initial understanding of blue balls was that like for whatever reason, having sex, the physical act of having sex was the only way to get rid of it. And like logically in my brain as an adult, like logically that is not the case. But I feel like for a long time, that's all I knew of the way to get rid of it. Because I feel like we wouldn't even know it was a thing if men didn't make it a big deal about needing a female partner or another partner to relieve it. If men just had their blue balls and went and had a wank and never said a word, we wouldn't know that that was even a thing. Exactly. But they just, they cannot keep it to themselves. Cannot keep their little monkey mouths shut. (laughs) It just, it has to be somebody else's problem, right? It's like the epitome of the mad flu trope. Yeah. When men get fucking sick, everyone got to know that they're sick. They're like, it's just a little sniffle, babes. You're going to be fine. Get some Robitussin. You'll be sweet. Literally. It's just women really going through the mud every single day of their lives and just no complaint. If things are severe, there will be a a slight comment, maybe. But no, for men, it's like, hey, I'm mildly uncomfortable and you're going to hear all about it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next common myth. So blue balls are in fact not at all dangerous. There are no long-term side effects. There are no reports of anyone going sterile or fucking balls are gonna fall off. Like none of that is real. None of it is real. No long-term side effects whatsoever. And I think again that wasn't information that is very forthcoming in those situations. Like it has to be the end of the world, right? Well yeah it's their manhood. Of course. Their manhood. No one jeopardized their manhood. No. (laughs) Um, And this one we've covered already slightly, but the balls don't in fact turn fully blue. But there is a little bit of blue. That's an interesting uh, little tidbit and clearly something that's not overly Googleable, as we found out earlier. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm just Post trying to your see blue it. balls on the internet. I, it's for research. I just want to see it. Take them biddies out because I'm trying to see them. Aim to the PM double did them and I need them. Exactly. <laughs> and my last comment myth is that people assume that blue balls only affect men and that it's only something a man can experience. And yes, in terms of like the pressure and the blood rush, the kind of mechanics for manhood make it seem like it is only something that a man could experience or someone with a penis could experience. But I don't believe that's the case. And there's not a hell of a lot of research, not a hell of a lot of people out there being like, yeah, women can experience the same sensation as well. But I think it's possible. I feel like it must be. Yeah, like it's... But I think we're so conditioned to it now, it doesn't even feel like pain. It's just another day in the life. Yeah, pretty much. I think if any woman really kind of sat down and thought about it, if you were just like, have you ever experienced a sensation where you've been very, very turned on and ready to go and you didn't come, you didn't have an orgasm, and then did you have some kind of sensation, some kind of feeling involved? And I think almost every woman upon reflection would be like, yeah, obviously depending on how, depending on the situations, depending on how aroused someone was able to get. Mm. But I think there's definitely a similar sensation that can be experienced from a vulva perspective. Yeah. Rather than just a testes perspective. Because we all got parts. We all got feelings. And we all got blood rushing places. Yeah. When things get exciting. So as much as when I was doing the research for this episode, I really wanted to find more and more things that I could be like, that's not real. That's not happening. I just, I was a non-believer. I did not want to believe that any of this was possible. But to be fair, those four myths... 
are the only things I could really find that people were like actively coming up against. I thought there would be more, but that's just because I feel like men are over-exaggerating 24-7. Yeah. Now I want to cross over to blue balls in the media because this is the real chunk of, of my thoughts and feelings on this topic because I do think it has impacted a huge amount of women growing up. I also feel like that is the real reason why we don't want to believe that it's real, that yeah. we just think it's another manipulation tactic Yeah. because it would make sense. Yeah, and it is. They're using a real actual medical condition that can happen as a manipulation tactic yeah. to get their partners to sleep with them. This is nowhere their partner's responsibility to deal with that. Is she a doctor? And even if she is a doctor, she still doesn't have to deal with it. If she's a doctor, she's looking at other people's dicks almost 24-7 and she just doesn't want to be involved. Yeah. The interest in, in your body parts compared to the, the myriad of body parts she sees on a regular basis. She just doesn't want to deal with it. You're not the patient and you're not paying her the big bucks. <laughs> so just leave her alone. But I think the typical way that blue balls are portrayed in movies and in TV is that it depicts this poor suffering man that is just having the absolute worst time and then that paired with the cruel woman that is withholding sex and she's the worst he's in pain she doesn't care she's still gonna withhold sex fuck him and I agree that women shouldn't have to obviously perform in order to relieve a man's blue balls that is absolutely not the go not at all the go but in media it's definitely either horrible woman for just allowing her man to be in pain or the woman is eventually manipulated into giving him what he wants. Yeah, like, you aroused me. It's not hard, babe. No, didn't take a lot of hard. (laughs) Wasn't hard, now it is. And that's your problem, not mine. (laughs) And so we see blue balls depicted in movies like you think of Crybaby with Johnny Depp. You've got, obviously, Wolf of Wall Street. You remember in, like, kind of throughout the 2000s, like between 2000 and 2010, that there was just that whole range of parody movies? Like scary movie, epic movie. Yeah, just like all of it that were just designed to be vulgar and over the top and just try and get all of the drama, all of the shock value. So there was a movie in 2008 that's called Extreme Movie. Have you seen it? I don't think so. Frankie Muniz, Michael Cera, like very much a cast of that era. What was it about? Is it the one where Chloe Grace Moretz's character gets her period at somebody's house? No, I don't. I know what one you're talking about. And I don't think it's that one. Then no, I have not seen them. They had this whole, I think it was at least a full scene, if not a couple of scenes all around blue balls. And it was this whole, oh, woe is me. You need to take care of this for me because I'm in pain and I'm suffering. And like, bro. But the one moment in movies or television that I really want to touch on because A, it comes from... A TV show that I think has been done very, very well and is really important, touches on a lot of really important topics and does it in a really fun way, but also had pretty much a whole episode and also like a little bit of either side episodes that really focused around blue balls and the experience of women when blue balls are a part of the equation. And that is Big Mouth. Have you seen Big Mouth? I've seen Big Mouth not all the way through. Right. Like I've seen episodes. Are you typically a cartoon show fan yeah so it's difficult to get into if you've already got that like barrier to entry if like you don't like to watch cartoons that are made for grown-ups yeah I mean it's not that I don't like to watch them I just don't really gravitate to it you're like I've got other things to do yeah (laughs) and that's fair if you're someone that struggles to watch cartoons that are made for grown-ups I still highly recommend pushing through to Big Mouth I also want to do a a humble shout out to Bojack Horseman which is also a phenomenal show that touches on some really important topics and does it in a hilarious way but in particular in 
Big Mouth, there's an episode, season four, episode seven. And basically in this episode, Jessie, who's one of the main characters, they are kind of late middle school age and she starts dating this boy who's in ninth grade and he's like this cool older guy. And throughout his kind of portion of the storyline, we see Jessie like very much losing herself into this relationship, trying to be someone else to please him, trying to be this cool, I don't give a shit, like grown up woman when in reality she's still in middle school and she's ends up jeopardizing relationships with her close friends and with her family and she ends up getting super depressed and that is all a reflection I think of a very real experience I think that kind of early teenage years everything is very intense and very overwhelming and very hard and having mental health struggles and coming to things like peer pressure and manipulation and all those things of the sort you're a very easy target at that kind of age and this particular episode basically Jessie is over at her new boyfriend's house they I think might be making out and then all of a sudden he's keeled over in pain like really emphasizing he's got really bad stomach cramps and he feels like he's dying and at this point Jesse is super inexperienced she has never seen or kind of been around a man in this way but particularly a dick and she really doesn't know what's going on and he explains to her what blue balls is and of course he explains to her what it is in a way that absolutely 100% fits his narrative of you did this to me you need to fix this for me I am suffering I'm in pain something really bad's gonna happen and you're the only one who can help and you're the only one that can help and he asks for a handjob and Jesse spends like that kind of section of the episode going really back and forth of being like I am terrified I don't want to do that because this is all new and scary and I don't know what I'm doing but also he clearly needs me he's telling me he needs me I also don't want to be embarrassed by the fact that I haven't done these things before I don't want to be embarrassed by the fact that he might have a negative reaction to the fact that I don't want to do this I don't want to upset him I don't want to make him feel bad even though she knows deep down that she isn't ready for that kind of thing and she does end up not doing it which is great because obviously she wasn't in a good happy mental place to do that where she felt comfortable but there was negative repercussions on her relationship at the time and this is obviously if you're familiar with the show like this is all done in a very kind of over the top like every kind of feeling that she has or experience that she has is being personified in some kind of character so they have a depression cat who's like this big fluffy kitty with a soothing deep voice that is kind of coercing her into feeding into those depressive feelings and then there's all these little worry bugs I think they're called worry bugs um, and they're like buzzing around her head saying that he's gonna hate her and he's gonna make fun of her whatever it's gonna be and it's like a really great scene when it comes to peer pressure and first-time sexual experiences and how that impacts a woman's mind. I think if anyone hasn't seen Big Mouth, I would highly recommend A, watching the whole thing, but B, season four in particular touches on a a huge amount of really interesting topics, especially for not young people, because it still touches on stuff that like kids' kids aren't necessarily ready to watch. But anything from that kind of like 13, 14 age up until into your 20s, into being an adult, I think it's really worth encouraging those around you to, to watch 
at least some of that show, like maybe vet it first because some episodes are a little intense and it kind of depends on what everyone's ready for. But if I had a depiction of that kind of experience done in that way when I was in the years in which, you know, making those connections, really understanding how those external forces work and how I'm affected by them, I think it would have been really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. Because up until then, and still since then, the depictions that we see of blue balls shed under a very different light. And in the end of that episode, Jessie does come to terms with feeling good about the decision that she makes in that moment and eventually starts to find herself again once she realises that this guy is not good for her. And I think that's also a really important part is that just because you might feel pressured or you might feel upset, even if you chose to do things the way that you felt comfortable, I think showing the rest of that story arc where she recovers from this, she's fine, she goes on to have meaningful relationships, etc, etc, that moment doesn't define her, I think is also really important to see that kind of come full circle. Because there is definitely, like, obviously a huge amount of peer pressure, pressure from your partners, you're at a kind of age where you might be changing who you are a lot to meet the expectations of other people, and in this situation, it's very easy for someone to make you feel like you have to do something, you have to do this thing for them, you have to fix it, they're going to get angry, they're going to be upset, they're going to be in pain, and especially if this is a person that you have really strong feelings for, if it's your romantic partner and not just a sexual partner, it might be really hard to come to terms with the fact that you need to do what you want to do for your own comfort level versus what they're telling you they, they need. might need. Yeah. Yeah. So highly recommend. Very highly recommend. Interesting. I might have to watch it. I'm convinced. Do. Yeah. It took me a while. No, it didn't take me a while to get into it. I was very similar to you that I didn't like to watch cartoons made for adults. I didn't like watching cartoons made for kids when I was a kid. Uh, that, that really makes some sense. I don't think I did either, really. Like I, I was always some, but... Yeah, way more keen on the live action ones. Yeah. yeah. For Kim Possible. Obviously. Danny Phantom. We've discussed all this. Yeah, you guys know. You guys and know And movies. But like yeah. TV shows, like not really... Yeah, We're not really gravitated. a jam. Like we didn't have access to Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, etc, etc. When I was a kid, we were poor. Yeah, my wealth was showing. Checker Privilege, bitch. Running home to watch That's So Raven. Yeah. Checker look, Privilege. I just had the humble free-to-air channels. And look, there were some goodies in there, but it didn't mean a lot of exposure to cartoon animated shows as a kid. Yeah. Which I think is why it, it took me a while to get into. And this is definitely not to say that every cartoon made for adults is good or is watchable, but I think I'm a lot more open-minded to it these days. I'll watch maybe like the first episode of something new comes out and I might not be invested in it. Do they make that many cartoons for adults? Yeah, shit yeah, absolutely. And more as of late, I feel like every time I get onto Netflix, there's like another, there's another cartoon show made for grown-ups. But if you're going to dabble in that area, Big Mouth, absolutely recommend. Bojack Horseman, 100% recommend. And then if you just want a wholesome fun time, Bob's Burgers is one of my absolute oh, favorite I shows. I do love Bob's Burgers. And Bob's Burgers is just so good and such a phenomenal representation of a healthy family and also just hilarious and fun. And I would absolutely recommend. Yeah. Gotta love it. Okay, hey. we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, Hud App. Hud App is a dating app with the sole mission of helping you get your rocks off with people who like to do it how you do. Say goodbye to swiping and hello to endless scrolling. Scroll through all your potential hookups and send a message request to the bang of your dreams. The good girls are all about being honest, open and fucking kinky. So using My Bedroom, you can add what you like, receiving or giving between the sheets and find your perfect match today. Download Hud App from the App Store. And I know that we've touched on it quite a bit throughout, but I do want to take a moment to really dive in to this whole manipulation side of the Blue Balls conversation. Yeah. And I think it's important to just reiterate that as always with any situation any partner or partner 
partners, you are not obligated, nor should you be made to feel guilty about not wanting to participate in sexual activity. Preach. And this is any level of sexual activity, however you define sexual activity, because that is up to you to define. And whatever the situation is with the person that you're with, even if it's your married partner or it's a hookup, regardless of the situation, you are never, 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 never obligated to see any interaction through to the end, no matter how you define the end. And even if you were super into it at the start and you were like, absolutely, hell yes, I'm having a great time. And then all of a sudden in your brain and in your body that this is not something that you want to do anymore. You can always retract your consent. Yeah. And I know, trust me, I know that that is a lot easier said than done. Yeah. And that in that situation, it can be incredibly hard to feel that comfortable with the other person or other people to pull back from that situation and to communicate that you are no longer interested in partaking. And maybe that's something that we could do a whole episode on because I think learning the communication tools around that specific subject is really important and is quite challenging to do. But even if you're having this moment, you are really into it, your partner's really into it, and then you're like, no, thank you. That does not give that other person a right to tell you that you now have to do something to this person to relieve the situation that they have found themselves in. I think oftentimes blue balls are weaponized against women in order to force them to do something that they very clearly don't want to do in a real blanket sense. Like blue balls happen when it was looking like an orgasm was on the cards clearly because they were able to get aroused to that point and then it turns out in the end that the orgasm wasn't on the cards. But regardless, we're all responsible for our own orgasms. I think that is important as much as someone can assist you in that process and you can communicate how they can assist you in that process. Your orgasm is your responsibility. Yeah. It's really, truly as simple as that. And also it's so easy for men to just wank. I don't know why it's a big deal. Yeah. With my very limited experience with men, because it is, she's limited. She's not zero, but she's limited. It's funny now, but I... And this absolutely comes from the fact that I just, in hindsight, did not want to be in that situation. But I am terrible at handjobs. I've given one in my life and I was not told that it was bad at the time. When you're like having a conversation in a group setting, like a lot later after something's happened and someone mentions what a preference would have been of theirs or makes a joke about something that is bad. I was in a group setting with the guy a few months later and he was like, yeah, there's nothing worse than, you know, blah, 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 talking about giving hair jobs. And I was sitting there in my little brain being like, that's exactly what I did. And that was clearly a bad time for everyone involved. Well, I am mortified with this discussion. Let's just say there was not enough lubrication involved. I've never given a hand job. I'm proud of you. I'm not going to. Yeah, I think that's the best call. It's not an overly enjoyable experience. It's never going to be an enjoyable experience for yeah. me. But I just don't think it's very exciting. It either. doesn't seem fun. I think that for me that was like in my surely I'm not gay brain. This clearly felt like enough of an interaction to have started my sexual experience with men without actually having to be that involved like there was some distance and this whole story is really just to say that I do think that when it comes to man having a wank and 
and him coercing his partner into giving him a handjob, whatever the case may be, I just feel like he's going to be better at doing it himself. Yeah. Like, I just think you're actually going to enjoy this experience more if you just take care of it yourself. Maybe. That might be a bit of a reach. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's a bit of a reach. But I get the sentiment. Like, I get that if anyone knows how to get you off it's you exactly and that should be true you are never gonna know how another person can please you if you don't know how to please yourself so when Siobhan says no one can get you off better than you can if that is not the case for you practice yeah I think it's crazy when people say that they don't wang yeah people also think it's weird that I call it wanking when I'm talking about women I just feel like it's the most comfortable word I'm like sorry sir masturbate (laughs) is that better is that better Like, what What do you mean? Yeah, I get that we don't make a motion. <laughs> wank. But again, is wank a real word? I don't know. Is wank also like a universal word? I don't know. Like, is that just a, like a Kiwi Australian? No, it's also British. Wanker. Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. But again, does wank mean the motion of... The stroke? The stroke. I think so. That's how I But is that just something we've been conditioned to believe? Everything's conditioning. Yeah. Words are fucking fake. (laughs) Someone just made it up. Nothing's real. Oh, we made up absolutely everything. We're just sims. Nothing is real. And whoever is controlling my account, hit the creator studio. Go to the customizations page. Let's go. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's so strange when people don't wank. If you don't feel the need. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But if you are a sexually active person person that does not ever do it for yourself that is confusing this is absolutely a full topic that we will cover at one point but I think when it comes to to masturbation I think there's still like a lot of shame and a lot of like this is a dirty thing this is something that boys do but this is not something that girls do girls are too polite and pretty and sweet and demure to wank no we are not no we are not I saw this tweet and it was like fuck I'm not gonna remember it as always because I never remember a tweet (laughs) maybe it was a TikTok and she was like can you get yourself off by yourself and can you do it without your legs being completely straight (laughs) I did see that that is so goddamn disrespectful and how Hurtful and rude. And do you come for the drug dealer like that? Do you come for all women in general? I feel attacked on behalf of everyone. Absolutely. But yeah, (laughs) I mean, each to their own, but I take a leaf out of Otis Milburn's book. Amy, you gotta wank. Yeah. She had a fucking mean night. (laughs) I'm gonna have to make a dictionary for any users who are not in. Yeah, that actually could be quite funny. We might put that together because we are very aware that we are born and bred New Zealanders and that there's some sometimes there's parts of our vernacular that just doesn't she does not have the type of vernacular i'm definitely (laughs) cutting that out me saying she does not have the vernacular (laughs) but we do say things that might not have an obvious meaning yeah i don't mean she was having a nasty night well well she kind of (laughs) was I mean mean as in good. Naughty night. <laughs> but that's the thing. And I noticed that we do that a lot as New Zealanders. Like we, we say words that have the almost complete opposite meaning to what the word actually says. Like mean as a word sounds so negative. And so like, oh, she was mean. And we're like, nah, she was mean as. Like yeah. she was so good. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's all in the it's all in the intonation, really. Cherbro. <laughs> we will put together a Cliff Notes, you know, New Zealand 101. Yeah. Aotearoa 101. You're so right. You are so right. Decolonize our country. Yeah, please. Please. 
again, this is, it's a lot We're getting to Getting off board to the max. <laughs> again, is that a saying in anywhere else but here? To the max. To the max. I feel like it is, but I feel like it would be seen as, as a lot more cringe in places like the States versus here. I feel like in the States, it's a very like advertising. Oh yeah. Push it to the max. Yeah. Like it's just a bit of a cliche. Whereas here we literally say, well, you really took it to the max last night. Yeah. Like, you need to simmer down. <laughs> simmer down. Simmer so down. Good. Is that a saying? Okay. Please tell us. <laughs> Do we ever make sense? That is a great question. I think probably not. Yeah. But that's okay. We're having a good time and we hope you guys are having a good time. So to round this app up, tie a nice little neat little bow on it. Here's my top list of things that you can tell your partner to do if they're complaining about blood balls. This is not an exhaustive list. I'm sure that there are other things that you can encourage them to do, but there's just a few of my top favorites. Yeah, first one that came to my mind was deal with it yourself, monkey man. Yes, absolutely. That is an obvious solution to the situation. Yeah. Some other ones on the list. A nice cold shower. It'll just help the blood move around. Nothing too crazy. And sometimes we all just need a bit of a cold shower, you know? Mm -hmm. Doesn't doesn't hurt nobody. So we've also got things like just really activating your brain on something that isn't sexual. So like focusing on work or school or trying to solve some kind of problem as a distraction, but really just any non-arousing thoughts. Think of your grandma. Exactly. Think of your grandma. Exactly. That will help. And if he gets aroused, run. If that doesn't subside, run. Yeah, there's some other red flags hanging around there, if that's the case. Some people say that... If you lie down, it encourages the blood flow to go to other parts of the body that isn't just the testes, which I call bullshit on because I feel like to an extent in that situation, you would have already been lying down to some degree. Not always, but yeah, that one seems a little too good to be true. We just don't have a lot of faith in that one. But another one is just a humble bit of exercise. Just, I don't know, do a I was going to say do a push-up. That might not be very comfortable. I was thinking do a star jump. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Do 20 star jumps. Yeah, and that would honestly probably be hilarious. I was thinking the same fucking thing. <laughs> that if a man was doing a star jump in front of me, <laughs> I would have to cackle. I would have to. I'm only human. You're only human, and I think it's only fair. I'd have to have a little cackle. Like, I'm really picturing that situation. You've got, like, a dimly lit Please bedroom. do it naked as well. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Like, think about it. Think about what gets you into that situation. You're in a dimly lit bedroom. You've been under the covers. Maybe something has happened. Who knows? Might have gotten a sore tum. Okay, I don't want to have sex anymore because I've got a sore tum. And that happens to the best of us. Yeah. And then your man lying next to you being like, babe, this is out of control. This is unacceptable. I have got a situation. I need you to deal with it. Excuse me, sir. Jump up. 20 star jumps right now. No, you do not get to put underwear on. You do not get to put pants on. Do your star jumps right now. I need to see it now. Do you? Google. <laughs> Naked man doing star jumps. <laughs> My work accounts are a rancid place to be. Yeah. Don't ever look at Sean's browser history. No. It's really a situation. Okay, so star jumps aside. Does star jumps. I can't get star jumps aside. Sean is locked and loaded to find this information. Star jumps. Oh, came up with a news article. Why? 
Oh my gosh. Okay, it's a lot of porn sites. I think in the office, not <laughs> appropriate. I mean, I've saved you for later. <laughs> but also, as far as office environments go, this is a pretty safe yeah. one. There's nothing you can really do to shock us anymore. I think a naked man doing star jumps on my screen on xhamster.com could be concerning. <laughs> that could be a smidge too much. Yeah. Maybe. Push our boss over the edge. Yeah. But on the note of exercise, another good way to relieve the symptoms of blue balls is just to go and try and lift something really heavy, which sounds very simple, but it's really just about exerting pressure on other parts of the body. You've obviously had a lot of pressure building and that's part of why you're in this situation. So just like, I don't know, go try and pick up something heavy. I feel like dudes do that kind of shit all the time anyway. Do you lift bro like... Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so tear down your man's self-esteem. Yeah, I was thinking reading these, you can manipulate him to do all of these. Take a cold shower. You kind of smile. Yeah, masturbate. Give me a moment. My little (laughs) manipulation hat on for a second. But also, this is just a great opportunity to prepare yourself. Have you been really wanting to try that new configuration in your dining room, in your lounge? You just think it's time that the furniture gets moved around. If you time this correctly, you could really convince him to move all the furniture and make it seem like it's good for him. Yeah. Not that you're not an independent woman and you can't do it yourself. I thoroughly enjoyed when there was that trend going on TikTok where it was like me when my boyfriend slash husband is home. Babe, can you come lift this? It's too heavy. I can't manage. Me when I'm home alone lifts it directly over my head and just wanders through the house. It's not what you can do for the patriarchy. It's what the patriarchy can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I will take that to my grave. Absolutely. I will continue to use and abuse men as long as I shall live. Just kidding. Abuse is bad. Use is justified. Yeah. It's very justified. And I'm going to abuse that use. There we go. You got it. And last but not least, and this is really in extreme cases where he just simply won't shut the fuck up about it and refuses to do all of the other things that you have guided him to do. Just a humble little warm compress on the affected area will relieve some discomfort. And... That really seems like we're going above and beyond for this man. It's like your little testy is just having a minor period cramp. Chill. Chill out. But also if this is a man that you love dearly and you are... I feel like if he's really complaining this much, does he love you that much? Well, that's the thing. I feel like if he's complaining this much and he's not willing to just go and have a wank or get in the shower, I'm not going to go to the linen cupboard, find a cloth that I can use, run over to the tap, heat the water up. Like, it's just a lot of admin. And For I someone just think- who can't shut the fuck up and is continuously bothering me yeah you're primed and ready to go yeah like just sort it out these men what are we what are we gonna do what are we gonna do with them are there any takeaways from this episode is what i'm really asking myself don't put up with men's bullshit yeah but i feel like that's the takeaway almost every sometimes episode. it's free to be silent like it costs zero dollars to shut the fuck up and go have a wank in the shower yeah you could do the combo of a cold shower and wank and you'd probably be fine it would definitely be fine the takeaway is that there are many, many, many things that the sad little man can do to relieve the pain in his walls that does not involve you having to touch him or you having to sleep with him. So don't put up with the bullshit, really. I think that's the key here. That's the key takeaway. Yeah. Is that although it's real, it's no one's responsibility but the person who has blue balls to exactly. deal with. It is unfortunately a real thing, but the fact that you have to be the person to relieve him of his blue balls is not a real thing. That, in fact, is a myth, and that is something that I will debunk every day of my damn life. Yeah, honestly, like, this topic, the nerve and audacity of men to be expecting women to fuck them when they have blue balls, when their orgasm 
autism gap is as big as it is is just hilarious to me. Oh, there we go. Sorry, make me come one time and every time you get blue balls, I'll suck a dick. (laughs) If you made me come once a week, not possible, not going to happen. Put your hopes up. Once a month. Still being overly optimistic. Yeah, and I will still just simply be able to take care of it myself and not make it everybody else's problem. Yeah. Bestie, bestie vibes only. Bestie vibes. Emphasis on the vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I have talked about testicles enough for my liking, and I'm going to go back to not thinking about them ever, I think. Yeah, and I've got some things in mind watch later. Actually, I say that I don't want to think about them again, but if you do any more digging and find anything interesting, I'd be curious. To know and not see, I think, is the difference here. Okay. The disappointment that washed my I face. I, I just, just, I saw I saw myself rise you up and tear you down in the space of two seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to experience this alone. Now I'm going to show my flatmates. Guys, look at this naked man doing a star jump. And they're going to be like... Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Siobhan, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we are talking about smut. Smutty, smutty little books. Siobhan is going to take the ropes on next week's episode. This is her. This is her forte. Yeah, this is my, what's the word? Your backbone. My bread and butter. Your bread and butter. Am I illiterate? Possibly. Not considering the amount of smut that you read. So I definitely am illiterate. (laughs) I am. True. Michaela's not a smut reader, so next week we're going to try and convince her to come to the dark side. Yeah, it should be an exciting episode. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.